Welcome to IDP Nation Update. This is your host, Hollywood. And we all saw the news yesterday that the Atlanta Falcons traded linebacker Deion Jones to the Cleveland Browns. Um, <clears throat> I like this for both sides, actually. Um, for Atlanta, they're getting back some late-round draft capital that they desperately need for their team. Uh, they have so many holes. They need all the capital they can get, right? They're pretty set at line. Well, I won't say set, but they're in pretty good shape with Rashawn Evans and Troy Anderson, who they drafted this year at linebacker. So getting something for Jones, um, even late round capital like that was good. So um, it helps uh, Anderson and Evans. I think their value goes up a little bit with Jones out of the picture. Not that he was really hindering them anyway, but I think it makes it clear what direction they're going. And Jones is not a problem, or I don't want to say a problem. He's not uh, roadblocking them from any rats or anything. <clears throat> for Cleveland, uh, I, I like this for Cleveland too, because the last two weeks, they gave up 200 to the Falcons, 238 to the Chargers rushing yards in back-to-back -back weeks. You can't give up that many yards and expect to win. You just can't do it. That's not going to happen. Um, you know, with Walker, Anthony Walker out for the year, they thought Jacob Phillips would be the fix. Um I think a lot of us did think he would be the answer. <laughs> um, and it's not that he played horribly, but his run defense was just such an issue. I mean, he, he did okay in coverage, but uh, from what I saw for the most part, but run defense, he just, he was just getting ate up. And so it made sense for, for Cleveland to do something, right? And they're getting a linebacker who excels at that, at stopping the run, helping shut it down. So um, the thing with Jones, you know, um, he'd been on injured reserve with a shoulder issue for Atlanta. Hadn't played any snaps this year. Um, and then if you listen to this kind of stuff, according to PFF, his defensive grade was 34.6 last year. And according to them, he fell off dramatically. Um, <clears throat> I think that's, NFL grade wise, uh, fantasy wise, he had one of his best years, especially his tackles. He had 137 tackles, 87 solos last year. Both of them were second best of his career. Um, you know, he didn't have the interceptions, but he still had six pass deflections. He added two sacks, which is second most of his career. Eight TFLs, which was right about where he's been. Um, so I don't, you know, his, his coverage, you know, the interceptions weren't there. He's used to getting at least one or two, one to two interceptions a year. Uh, he's had two every year, but one year and he's had been able to return them. He's had an interception return for a touchdown every year, but one. So, um, I guess you can twist numbers to make them however you want to look. I'm not too crazy about PFF grades and all that. I don't. I don't mess with that, but fantasy-wise, I'm in on Jones. I'm going to see what I can get him for. 
Um, he's not played all year. Um, I expect there'll be a little buzz uh, for him in the fantasy circles. Uh, fantasy managers are probably going to want to ask a little bit for him. But if I can get it, if I can get him at a pretty reasonable price, and I have issues at linebacker on my rosters, then I'm going to do it. I'm probably going to look at the depth on my team. If I'm deep at wide receiver, maybe I flip uh, a wide receiver. You know. Uh, that can help another team that maybe they're stacked. They need a wide receiver. So I'll flip them a receiver and I'm not going to go give them anything great, but I, I would think a wide receiver, a low end wide receiver, three wide receiver, four, somewhere in that mix would be a pretty decent offer. <clears throat> uh, I think the lower the receiver, you may have to throw on a draft pick if it's dynasty. Uh, I think that's an option. Uh, if you're wanting to trade straight up draft pick, I, I wouldn't go any uh, – that's tough. I would I would a late third or lower, you know, fourth, fifth, somewhere in there. Uh, and that's if I need something. I, I think a late third is sufficient. Um, you know, that's a decent offer. Then you can always – <clears throat> go from there, you know, you know, it, maybe ask, you know, you, you know how to work your deal. So I think that's kind of a late third. I would not give a mid third or an early third or first or second. No, that, no, that's happening for Jones because he's not playing this year. So, but I do like the upside <clears throat> for, for him in Cleveland. And I like it for Cleveland too, because like I said, back to back weeks of 200 plus yards rushing, ain't going to get it. And that's why Phillips, Looks like he's lost his job. I would, I would have to assume that's the the situation going forward. He may play this week because they, they may want to get Jones in there and get him accustomed to everything. So I think his snap count for week six would be limited. I, I don't think they're going to throw him into a starting role right away. I think they'll uh, kind of bring him along a little slowly, see how the shoulder's doing, and I'm sure they wouldn't have traded for him if he <clears throat> if he wasn't looking healthy and on his way back. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you're you're talking about a six year guy. This would be his seventh year, but in six years he's had 652 tackles. Um, 428 solos, 40 TFLs, eight and a half sacks, 11 interceptions, 379 return yards with five of them for touchdowns. And then he has 44 pass deflections, four forced fumbles, and two recoveries. <clears throat> and at one time, just a few years ago, we were talking about him being one of the best linebackers in the game, right? Um, and that's okay. Uh, I think he's still a 100-tackle guy long as he's the shoulder checks out. I mean, he could easily hit 100 tackles this season if he gets, you know, with the extra added game. He's only missed five, so, you know, 11 games. He would have to play really well, but he could he could get to 100 tackles easy from here on out. Um, and I think 
he's going to have the opportunities too. Because with teams running the way they did against Cleveland, especially the last two weeks, right? Um, that's <laughs> teams are going to keep doing that until Cleveland can show them that they can stop the run. And that's going to be big for Jones. Because uh, that's what he does best, right? I mean, he, he's good in coverage too, but I mean, you look at Cleveland, they are allowing, let's see here. They gave up 691 yards rushing. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I was looking at that wrong. They gave up, uh, <clears throat> gave up a ton of rush yards the last two weeks. Um, After being pretty solid the first three weeks, these last two, they just fell apart. You got New England, who's going to want to run the ball heavily. Um, with their quarterbacks, they're down to Billy, Z Billy Zappy right now. Uh, with their other two, Zach Jones and Hoyer out. So <clears throat> they're going to want to run the ball with Harris and Ramonde Stevenson. Then you got Baltimore. You know they want to run, especially with Lamar. Then you got the Bengals with Joe Mixon. And then you head into the bye week in week nine. So they've got three games, the next three games, they've got a lot of opportunities coming their way where teams are going to try to just mash mouth them. And I think Jones is going to benefit from that. Um, I'd really like to see him get in there this week and, and see what he can do. Uh, I just don't know where he's at with the injury-wise, but um, – like I said, I, I'm, I'm going to go see what I can get him for in my leagues because I know there's some leagues where I'm hurting um, for linebacker. So I'm going to go make an offer, uh, see if I can get him at a pretty decent price. And uh, I think he's a, uh, a stock up for this week. He's somebody that you probably going to pay very little for and can get a pretty good decent return out of. So – um, yeah, we're keeping up with the Jones. <laughs> um, I like this for Cleveland. I like this for Deion Jones as well. And it made sense for Atlanta. If you're not going to use him right, you might as well get something out of him in return, that, you know, down the road or whatever that you can use. So I think it was a pretty solid trade for both. All parties evolved. And um, hopefully Jones is healthy. And, I, and like I said, I wouldn't think that Cleveland would trade for him if they didn't if they knew he wasn't coming back or whatever I think they would have looked another direction but um, so that was a little uptick in my notes for Jones I was like oh well if they're willing to trade for him he's probably on his way back or ready to come back so um, I'll keep you updated and let you know what we we hear going forward but for now I would try to buy Jones uh, I would see what Kick the tires. See what it's going to cost you. Now, you know, if it's going to be something outrageous or extravagant, then pass. You know, I'm not trying to give away a farm on a, on a flyer, but um, if it's a decent offer and a decent value, it's worth a shot. So um, 
hopefully it works out for him. Uh, I think it will. Uh, at the very least, it's a good depth piece for your fantasy teams because I think he's going to get starting reps eventually, if not this week, next week, if he's healthy or whatever. Whenever he comes back, he's going to get those reps. So, um, And then Phillips, uh, maybe you try to package him with something in a deal and, and move on because I think with signing a Jones, that hurts Phillips' deal. Maybe not this week, but I think definitely going forward it you know, he had his audition to start the year and it's just not worked out. So um, Phillips stock down, Jones stock up, Evans stock up, Anderson stock up, even Mikhail Walker, his stock is up. So um, that's what I have for you today and I'll keep you updated. Thanks for listening to the IDP Nation update.